Blog Talk Radio. afternoon and welcome to another episode of a sound heart radio the book of Isaiah records the servant of Yahweh and the book of Isaiah has what are called has been have been called uh, servant songs and they are found in Isaiah 42 1 through 9 Isaiah 49, 1 through 7. Isaiah 50, verses 4 through 11. And 13 through 15. And Isaiah 53, 1 through 12. These are the servant songs. And they speak about the person of Yeshua HaMashiach. That is, Jesus the Messiah. And I'm going to be speaking from Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, but there are some other scripture references that I want you uh, to, uh, to hear about uh, in this study this afternoon because it is very important to understand uh, the topic. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. And I want to cover this topic because it is imperative to understand that the death of Jesus Christ was on our behalf. And so, therefore, uh, we speak about the substitutionary death of Christ. He did not die for his own sins because he was impeccable. He was the impeccable, holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, son of the living God. He was and is the Seanthropos. John chapter 1, John calls him the Logos. And John uses, uh, John states, in the beginning was the word. The verb was is a state of being verb. In Greek it means was, is was, is. And so, Jesus is the mind of God, and he is also he, the speech of God, or he communicates to us what God wants mankind to know. So, in the book of Isaiah, in chapter 53, beginning at verse 1, we read these words. Who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Uh, and that means his power. The arm means power. He, speaking of Jesus, grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a 
root out of dry ground. The emphasis in the Hebrew is parched ground, not dry ground, but parched ground. He has no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that would that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by man. A man of sorrows and familiar uh, with grief, or literally known by grief, is the the emphasis uh, in the text. Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely, he took up our infirmities, our weaknesses, and carried our sorrows. Listen to the verbs. Listen to the force of the verbs and what God wants us to understand about his servant. So, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgression. That word is the Hebrew word pesha, and it means rebellion. This word pesha is used uh, throughout the Old Testament. It is used particularly uh, in the book of Jonah, and it speaks about there, it, it reflects Jonah's attitude toward God when God had given him his great commission. And so Jonah uh, reared up, is the idea in Hebrew, reared up as a horse stands up on his hind legs and begins to snort. So Jonah reared up and he reared back against the revealed will of God for his life. He rebelled against his ministry. God wanted him to go and speak to the people of Nineveh and to preach a message of grace and salvation. That's not the message that Jonah wanted to take to those people. He wanted a message of judgment, but that would have to wait for 100 years later when uh, Nahum, the prophet to Nineveh, uh, there was a brief rebellion uh, of the Ninevites under the preaching of, of Jonah, but then they went back to their old ways. And so we read in the book of Nahum these very poignant and, and profound words, rebellion will not arise the second time. Very frightening. And so uh, this word of transgression is, is very important for us to understand. As believing ones, do you and I bow before and just notice what the emphasis is here? But he was pierced for our transgressions. Uh, the old King James reads, He was wounded. He was wounded for our transgressions, uh, and he was crushed. For our inequities, and the Hebrew word here is avon, a-v-o-n, and it means perversity, perversity of spirit. Um, and so, in other words, Jesus died for us 
knowing fully who and what we are. Jesus died for sinners. And in the Greek, in New Testament, the word homarlos, or uh, which, uh, the word sinner, me, is an adjective. It is not a noun. It is an adjective. And so it is a word uh, that depicts, uh, it, is, it is a behavioral term, sinners. It is what individuals practice. It depicts the uh, the fallen character. It depicts the perversity. It depicts ruin. Uh, in the Greek New Testament, the word loss, loss center, means, uh, the word means ruin. And so it is a very, very powerful term. Uh, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So notice now, what else the writer, what Isaiah states? The punishment or the correction that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds uh, we are healed. Literally, uh, the word here, the verb means to sew together. It means to mend. And so God know, knew our spiritual condition prior to coming to Christ Jesus. And so... Uh, the Bible tells us, Paul writes, that while we were yet sinners, that is still sinners, Christ died for us. That is the emphasis in the Word of God. When we were still God's enemies, Jesus uh, died for his enemies. While we were still his enemies, Christ died for us. So, this is the love of God. The love of God died for the virulence uh, of our rebellion and sin before God. Our prideful uh, way of living and speaking, acting, and our malignant narcissism. God knew, uh, knew all of this stuff, the hatred, the envy, the jealousy, the anger, the bitterness. He knew all of this, the murderous thoughts, thoughts of revenge, what we say, how we act in secret, those thoughts that uh, if others knew what was, what was going on in our minds, possibly we would be ashamed, but God knows. Jesus died for sinners. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. He was wounded for our transgressions, our rebellion. And now you and I, have this wonderful opportunity to come to God because of the finished work of Jesus. Our salvation is finished. So in Hebrews chapter 1, because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. And so... If you do not know this wonderful Savior, now is the accepted time for you. Now is the day of salvation. You can have eternal life through Christ Jesus. You can give up the neurotic guilt. You can give up the true 
forensic guilt that you have before God. And that's the same thing I have to do. I had to bring my stuff, my sin, to the cross. And I had to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ that Jesus died, buried, and that he rose again on the third day. Please read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And that when I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, I am justified by faith. That is, I am made right before God by faith in Jesus Christ. And I receive, because I am justified by faith, I receive the imputed righteousness of Christ. A word, the word imputed means that which has been reckoned to my account, that which has been given to my account by God because of the finished work of Jesus. Please understand, this salvation is wonderful. It is the gift of God, not of works. Please read Ephesians chapter 1. Lest any man should boast. Salvation is God's Jesus is our gift from God. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was wounded for my transgressions, my rebellion against the known will of God for my life. He died. He was wounded for me. And so, beloved, let me say this afternoon that this is the greatest greatest message in the cosmos. It is the greatest message you will ever hear. You can have a real life. You can have a life of meaning and purpose And you can have a life beyond the cell phone, beyond Netflix. You can have a life beyond uh, football and basketball. You can have a real life. And you can put away all that stuff that has been a distraction for you. And you can live the abundant life through Christ Jesus. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.